ghetto, the backyard, the yard. I sell it with one whip. What up, what up, what up, San Antonio, El Paso, Abilene, people up in Lubbock, people up in the Shaw City, people down the whole 305 South Florida region. You are tuned in here to the Wednesday edition of the Sports Grind, presented by Dos Equis. Get a dose. We are broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing, spinning the one and twos. All right, 877-374-7463 is your number to participate. Again, that is 877-374-7463 or 877-37-GRIND. All right, if you know what you want to talk about, like always, it is open phone lines. Feel free to give us a call. Anything that we discussed on yesterday's show, if you didn't have an opportunity to call, uh, you can just parlay that over to today. And if it's anything that we're discussing on today's show that you want to weigh in, give your opinion on, feel free to do that as well. We just ask you be patient during the breaks, during the long segments, and we'll get to the uh, phone calls accordingly. Also, uh, keep in mind, if you need to follow me on Twitter, you can do that at Sports Grind. All right. If you want to stream the show live, you can go to the business uh, Facebook page of Sports Grind Entertainment, or you can go to my personal page as well. Leave a comment. All right. Uh, if I don't respond uh, to you now, I respond later, but try to respond to you in real time. We get to that. And also keep in mind, if you ever miss any of the shows live, Okay, or you're in a market that doesn't have us on terrestrial and but you want to listen or you do, but you're just traveling. You can always go to sportsgrindonline.com. You can click the play button and you can download the podcast seven days a week, 365, 877-374-7463. What's up, Mr. Clark? You ready? Yes, sir. Ready to rock and roll. All right, man. So today we've got a lot to get to. Today is hump day. All right. Also, the greatness continues in February of legends um, that are born in this month continues. Um, Yeah. So today, you know, um, I guess I've been blessed to turn 46. Yeah. I always feel like I'm 47. You had to think about that one for a minute, Cal. Am I 47 or 46? No, 46. Getting older sucks. You know, I never thought, I've thought about this, and I really don't like to think about it too much because I think I'm a firm believer <clears throat> you can talk things into an existence. I've done that in my life for a couple things. But I've always wondered, like, you know, and I figured, like, you know, Pac used to do this all the time, and then you see what happens. But I'm thinking, like, you know, we don't get to determine when we exit, just like we don't get to determine when we come in this world. But I'd like to know, what are the percentages of people that go out on their birthday? What a bummer, right? What on earth? Because I've always always thought about, like, you know what, man? Because I always think on Tuesday, like, you you know, you have the born date, 77, and then the date. Wouldn't that be something? I wonder what the, uh, because you know me, I'm a numbers guy when it comes to percentages and what's this and that. I wonder what that is. I know that's a bummer, but I'm not lying to you. That's crossed my mind before. Like, you know what? If I really want to go, would I want to go out on my born day? Wouldn't that be weird? That'd be an omen. Well, I mean, that's there's something to partying too hard. I'm sure that's happened a number of times over time. Oh, I see. You're you looking at the more cause. Like, I didn't really get into what would be the reason, I, but I feel you though. I was just so thinking I feel like, like that helps the numbers in the favor of people passing on their birthday, Calvin. I would be the one to think like, damn, there's happy birthday. Be, yeah, thank you. Man. I'd have to be the one to be like, hey, you know what, man, that has to be a mistake on the tombstone. No way. What's the chances of that? 
But anyway, all right, man, on a lighter, a lighter note, 877-374-7463. All right, man, so it is hump day. We've got quite a bit to get to. Uh, one more day left, and they get off their week-long vacation, speaking of the NBA. Um, this is a long time, man. I mean, get it. 82 games is a long season, and I know they went through the whole agreement negotiation years ago, how they were going to do it, and then they kind of agreed. So, you know what, let's just give a week off. I guess. Okay, but they're off. But that doesn't mean news continues to swirl. We definitely got to get into the Nate McMillan thing. If you've been fortunate enough to follow this show, we prepped you for this a little bit. But I definitely want to talk about what my opinion is with that organization and who's being rumored uh, that they want to go after. So you have that going on in the NBA as well. Um, Also, uh, college told you that we're getting geared toward March Madness, the push. We're only a week or two out from Selection Sunday. Um, and also in the conference tournaments as well. Uh, so we had some interesting action last night in college. And, I, and I'm going to say this, and I'll, and, you know, I'll repeat it when we get in the second hour. But uh, first off, you know, very emotional night last night in Michigan. You know, that was their first Michigan State. You know, that was their first home game back uh since the tragedy last week of the uh the three students that were killed uh you still got like four or five of them fighting for their lives so they had they were hosting indiana you know woodson was bringing in the game they're 17th in the country ranked uh michigan state has been up and down but i had a feeling that was a game last night that they were going to lose at home they got off to a slow start they had to dig themselves out, but they, I mean, they got hotter than fish grease behind a three-point line. I ain't seen them shoot like that all year behind a three-point uh, three line. But credit to Indiana. You know, the Big Ten is a community, uh, just pretty much like any other conference in this country. Uh, but, you know, uh, Indiana showed their support. You know, they had Michigan strong T-shirts on and warms up, warm-ups. Indiana wore them. Coach Woodson wore them. So it was just, uh, you know, like Izzo said, if we, you know, provided a couple hours to have a distraction, uh, you know, away from that, you know, he's – it's crazy. He's been there t- – I mean, coaching, not total because more, but head coach, 28 years, I think he said. Like, golly, you know. And I think to- total – it's like an assistant or just being a part of the program. I think it's like 35 or something like that. But they were able to get the victory uh, last night. Also, um, Texas A&M is hotter than fish grease. You know, old Coach Buzz, you know, he, he doesn't get his flowers that much. But, you know, this is – and one thing about it, you know, when he switched programs – they're, they'll start off slow the first year or two. It'll be real quiet, but all of a sudden it clicks and it gets going. This is the same thing that he did at Virginia Tech. I mean, Texas A&M, if I'm not mistaken, I don't think they've lost a home game this season. I could be wrong. I don't think they've lost an SEC game. But if I'm not mistaken, I think they're undefeated at home. But A&M, I don't know um, if I put them, you know, again, everything decides on what seating you get what region you start on. I don't know if I'm ready to put A&M into a elite eight status. You know, definitely not really comfortable to put them in a final four uh, because eventually, you know, these games are pretty much going to be played at neutral sites. For the most part, some teams will luck up in the region and they'll find out their bracket is almost like a home game for them. Uh, but I think definitely what Buzz is doing uh, A&M has clicked. They're one of the hottest teams in the country. Um, and it's going to be interesting to see how they do in the SEC tournament. Okay. Also, what do you got? 
Well, just when you talk about how hot they are, they've won six straight. Mm-hmm. Um, in conference uh, in the SEC, they're thirteen and two, a uh, fourteen and one at home. You said they're what are they at home? A uh, fourteen and one. Oh man, you see. So who who's that one loss to? Well, I ain't gonna do that I'll, to you. I'll, like, dig, I'll dig that one up. But, but fourteen thir- and one, I thought, th- and thirteen and two in conference, and okay. they're on that six game winning streak. Yeah, they're hot, man. They're hot, and that is a tough place to play in College Station, um, in that basketball arena. Also, college. Speaking of flowers, okay. Hey, um, Austin, Shaka. Let me tell you something, man. Look. Marquette was picked by a lot of people to probably finish seventh, I think, in the Big East. Okay. And the Big East is not what we used to know it. I mean, the old school cats like me, I mean, you think Big East, I mean, of course, you think Georgetown, Syracuse, you think, you know, it's not, it hasn't been that lackluster, I mean, that luster of aura in a while. But it looks like, you know, they went on the road last night and played Creighton, which is a tough place to win as well, too. Uh, They went in there as underdogs. They won the game outright. And they had to come from behind. They were down like about six, eight points at halftime, somewhere around there. But the point is, Shaka's going to win that conference. Okay. He's in – I forgot what the remaining games, but that was the one game. I mean, because them and Creighton was kind of duking it out. You know, UConn started off hot as fish grease, but they kind of backed up. But the bottom line is, for whatever reason, and I've said this for the last couple years, I don't know why it didn't work out at the University of Texas because we know what Shaka did at VCU. Part of me knows that I think that in that region where he's – Marquette up in that region, which he's been up there, he recruited up there even with VCU – he has a better feel and I believe a better connection with high school coaches, AU up in that region, and the recruiting and just him being home and feeling comfortable. The guy can coach. Like, it, like again, it was Texas' first choice when they went after him. Okay, unlike Charlie Strong. It was, Shaka was the first choice. It didn't work out. I mean, you know, he had some young teams. He really went young at Texas. But what he's done at Marquette this year, considering we're a lot of pundits and experts, I don't consider myself a college basketball expert, even though I pay attention quite a bit. But the experts, you know, that follow this stuff religiously had them finishing seventh, seventh before the season started. They're probably going to win the conference. So props to Shaka. I think this is a big thumbs up for him because I think as far as I, as long as I follow his career when he made that magical Final Four run with VCU back in the day, it, you can just tell the way he coaches his teams. They, they're, they're, they're just competitive, and he's competitive. And I think the way he left Texas and the way that went down, um, it didn't really leave ugly. I don't think it was on ugly terms. Um, some people saw the writing on the wall that was coming, but I feel that this season with Marquette is really gives him an opportunity to clean that tarnish if somebody was going to put it on his record, his time, his tenure, his short tenure at the University of Texas. Like I said, I don't think anybody can put a, you know, a pinpoint on exactly the reason why it didn't work out because, you know, less than two years, I mean, he has Marquette winning that conference and going to be a, a, a top seed probably uh, in the March Madness tournament. So you have that going on. Also, I want to circle back. We'll circle back to it. But this, this situation in Alabama, now it's starting to go ahead – this Miller situation started to pick up some steam. 
I know Frank Valdez got in here yesterday on uh, Facebook Live, and I know he said, hey, you guys seen about this? I didn't know too much about it. Jonas had kind of knew about it. Well, it was just popping up. It was just popping. Yeah. Okay. And um, and Andre Miller. Right? Uh, Brandon Miller. Brandon Miller. I'm sorry. Andre Miller, that's the big guy. Ate his way out of the league. That was a long time ago. See, I'm getting old, man. Memory slipping. Brandon Miller. Look, this is, you know, the head coach of Alabama has already had to apologize for his original statement and press conference, which, look, this is the reality of these situations. And I said I was going to wait to get into this, but we can get into this now. And then, Carrie, before I forget exactly what the point I want to get to with this, when you have something as tragic as this happened, I don't care if it's football, if it's on a basketball team, a volleyball team, whatever, swim team, the first thing, they won't tell you this, but trust me, the first thing to do as a coach is really to try to pass the buck and basically kick and put the pressure to the AD and the school president when you have something about involving players with murder. Now, I told you yesterday in real time as this information was coming down to me, I told you the one thing, even though Alabama, and I just feel that now that this is finally, I mean, we're just fresh almost 24 hours of this news breaking of him being linked, okay, to Mr. Miles and handing or give, going and getting the gun, this is we're about 24 hours to the minute in regards to this information really get going by the time we get to friday okay by the time we roll around to weekend which if i'm not mistaken alabama's in action tonight i forgot who it is that they play but i think they're in action tonight so by the time they get ready to go play again this weekend this is going to be a full-blown story and the one thing i want to point on the question i've got for everybody Okay, because the one thing they do, they pass the buck. And this is what the coach did. Because, first of all, there's no manual for this, especially when you got to go talk to the media. You don't want to be insensitive. You don't want to come across like you were hiding anything. You don't want to come across that basketball is more important than life. I mean, that's a lot of pressure sitting behind that mic. So I'm not really going to kill him for it. For, yes, I mean, I didn't like I, the, the choice of words of saying, hey, just wrong place and wrong time, because that's what he's getting killed for. Okay. That could be where people are like, what are you talking about? But the elephant in the room, and I feel like, no pun intended, roll tide. But the elephant in the room, and the question will be, can you really, even though the state says there's nothing they can charge him with yet, which I believe personally, they're going to find something. If this is true, and they're going to interrogate him. He's going to have to come and go, hey, well, did you know, was there any other disputes between Mr. Miles and this lady? Was there anything? Were you aware of this? Were you, anything else, he's going to have to ask questions. But the question I've got, can you really let this kid continue to play? That is the question. Because first of all, don't come and throw the coach under the bus. He's a hell of a coach. Don't come and throw him under the bus about why this kid's playing and y'all knew this was happening. And, and even though he's evolved and taking a gun to another student that killed this young lady, because it was a, it was like an ex-girlfriend or something, something like that. Fat check me on that, but I believe that was the victim. But to me, don't kill the coach because the athletic director and the president knew what had went on with Mr. Miles, the other teammate, and what Miller's involvement was. 
in it. But like I told you yesterday, Alabama in basketball program history, they have not gone to a Final Four. Okay? And there have been some good basketball players come through. I mean, Robert Ory, I believe, is ex-Crimson Tide. That's old school. But they've never. So when you have a player, and this is one of the best players. He's the best player in Alabama, but he's one of the best players in the country. He is a top five lottery pick. He can shoot the basketball. Okay? He's athletic. I told you, I look, if they can't get the number one pick, I already told you, even though the Spurs, they need size. Okay? But this is a kid definitely, now prior to this, knowing this, but I want to let the due process play out. Prior to this, I wouldn't mind seeing him in silver and black. But the question is, can he really continue to play? I wouldn't be surprised if he's held out tonight's game as well, too, if the pressure behind closed doors continue to mount up. You listen to the Sports Grind. Today's show is being presented by Dos Equis. Get a dose. We are broadcasting here from the Hazel Skyline Studios. We'll be back. Are you ready for a real cocktail? Then crack open a great tasting Zing Zang ready to drink cocktail, like our Bloody Mary with vodka in a can. It's full strength with 9% alcohol and America's number one Bloody Mary mix. Or try our mango margarita crafted with silver tequila and real mango puree. Unlike those hard seltzers, each can is made with premium spirits and real ingredients, just like a bartender made it for you. Zing Zang, always bold, always ready. Go to zingzang.com to find where to buy. Please Zing Zang responsibly. Official sponsor of the Sports Cry. For more than a century, the Pendleton Roundup has defined what it means to be a cowboy. It also gave life to something equally renowned, Pendleton Whiskey, capturing that unique spirit in every bottle and honoring the enduring legacy of the American West. Pendleton Whiskey is made with the finest northern grains and cut with Mount Hood Glacier water, a whiskey that celebrates the cowboy in all of us. That's Pendleton Whiskey. That's true Western tradition. Pendleton is the official whiskey of the PBR Tour. Pendleton Distillers, Lawrenceburg, Indiana. Please drink responsibly. Pendleton Whiskey, official sponsor of the sports grind are you moving around the greater san antonio area choose the storage experts tiger moving and storage whether you're moving an office or the whole family tiger moving and storage offers container drop-off and delivery with efficient prompt and cost-effective service to learn more and to secure your portable storage container today go to choose tiger.com tiger moving and storage official sponsor of the sports grind Talk, but money talk, so talk more bucks. H to the Izzo, B to the Izzo. For shizzle, my nizzle used to dribble down at VA. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing, spinning the one and twos, 877-374-7463 is your number. All right, and this next segment is going to be sponsored by Specs. If you're looking to check out what the latest new products are coming in, or you just want to go ahead and order for same-day delivery, you can go to specsonline.com, and you can do it there because the fun starts there, and they are an official partner of your Dallas Cowboys, and they are official sponsor of the Sports Grind. 877-37-GRIND. Okay, so um, real quick before we move on from that, so some clarifications. So Jones did some digging. So really what the scenario is, this isn't involving really an ex-girlfriend from what's being reported now. Um, but it's just a, a a woman that was 
you know, with her mother um, in the car. Which who, who, no, she was with her. She was with her friend. Her friend. She's gone with her boyfriend to visit her cousin in Tuscaloosa that weekend. Because her mom is telling the story like she was there almost. Because she, what you I'm told sure me, she was by t- this point she's talked yeah, with her cousin extensively, right? and she's talked with um, her her daughter's boyfriend extensively. And then not to mention that when you get to this point, um, I mean. Do you go to fifteen different sources? I mean, you of course, as you dig in, um, but the mother is definitely the one that should speak on if she's comfortable with speaking to the media. Look, it's a, about her daughter. It's it, regardless, it's a tragic situation. But basically, knowing now that this is no relation of an ex girlfriend or an uh, ex wife, mother of a child, just senseless, d- d- just somebody that basically, from her mother's report, that there were these gentlemen that were outside the car at this drive through where they were was tri- basically trying to holler at her and talk to her, and she had her own boyfriend already in the car. And then he had a gun. They had a, and then escalated. And you have two guys, especially one guy, but you got two guys that are potential. One that's for sure thrown his life away. Speaking of Darius Miles, Darius Miles, and you've got Miller. Who? I mean, look. There's so different many ways you can go. Um, yesterday, but it just. I, I, well, they didn't get a chance to listen in or tune in yesterday. To me, the initial report when his name was leaked out to go ahead as giving the gun, okay, is that when somebody calls you, and especially if it's a teammate, a close friend, or even a family member for that much, and somebody says, hey, I need you to bring me my gun, okay. And due to the fact that there's not a pause of like, why? What's going on? What's happening? You can't now, now it doesn't mean that it didn't take place. It ain't been reported yet. But it's hard for me to believe. There's two things of this, because I didn't make this point yesterday, but there's two things of this. One, it's a situation where if let's say that conversation never took place, then that lets me know that Miller Okay, he he understands that this guy and whoever he's rolling with is about that life. So it's not numb to him. You know, there's that old rule, you know, don't ask, don't tell. Hey, man, it's not. But when you're talking about somebody's telling you to bring my gun and I get it, we're dealing with young men that are not looking at things from the eyes of a 46 year old. But I can even go back in the DeLorean. And look at my mindset, even at the age of 19, 20, or 21. And trust me, I, I knew all different crowds. I knew the I hung out, but most of the friends, like I said, the prep crowd went to win Chris at the time. It was hell. Like it was only me and like two other black guy, kids that went to that school. That was way back in the day. Um, then went to middle school, had a mixture of different crowds that I dealt with. But I, trust me, and, and at the end of the day, I knew guys. You know, not necessarily at that about that life, but, you know, rough around the edges, you know. But at that time, I don't even know guys or wouldn't even know in that situation, even 1920 would be like, all right, man, go get my gun. What for what? So to me, I have to I want to not rush to judgment. But if it's facts that he went and got the gun, he's going to have to explain and prove that he had no idea what was going on. 
And not only that, he's going to have to prove of if he didn't, why didn't he ask questions of what was going on? Because the reality of it is, I know everybody falls in love with the first 48. I've never really got into it. I mean, it is what it is. But the reality of it is he better in that because he's going to get interrogated now. Even if they cleared him, like that's why yesterday when they say, hey, there's no try as of now. Because the pressure is going to mount on the D and everything to get like, hey, this ain't. I mean, we're talking about these, the guy that pulled the trigger. We're talking about capital murder charges. And usually when something's premeditated, that's what pushes it to capital murder. So I just feel that he better hope when he gets interrogated, he better hope he really, really can sit there and say, prove that he had no idea what was going on. Because if he had any idea what this is about, what would be, then I would imagine they're going to come up with something to get him with. And even if they don't, that probably, if they have to expel him from the team, if they have to, because it's not going to really be a suspension, man. It's just going to be like, if it gets pressure gets too much, they're going to have to put him off the team. And that really, when you ask me the question, like, is there a top five team, top six team in the NBA will still take him? Not, and I told you this yesterday, and I reiterate this, not with a cloud like this pending. He would have to be cleared of everything. Because even if he is, to some teams out there in the NBA, it's going to be a lack of poor judgment. They're going to hold that against them. But it's hard for me to believe. It's not impossible, but it's hard for me to believe if somebody call your teammate calls you and says, bring my gun, you're not going to ask questions whatsoever. Now, do you know, since this is a situation where this is just stupidity and this is just basically, you know, like I said yesterday, there's something with the young youth that has basically cheapened the cost of life where it doesn't really mean nothing to them. Um, does he know that this is going to break out to where it's like, hey, they're trying to holler this chick. They're upset. He's got a gun in the car. No, but the bottom line is this kid, he jumped off the page of me like the third time I watched Alabama. And I came in here and couldn't think of his name in case he robbed me. I said, yeah, that kid. I already knew. He's, I don't know. I don't want to put the – everybody's talking, oh, KD, lot. I don't want to put that pressure on him, but um, I'm watching it. I'm logging quite a bit of college basketball in the last month, and he's one of the top players in the country. Okay, and if it wasn't for Wimby, okay, which I, I like the fact that Wimby's like his pictures are starting to float. I mean, now I'm seeing him. He can't even walk through this small locker room they got, and he's walking through an airport. It's like, man, let the pressure go, let it start. But if it wasn't for that kid, between and, him and Scoot Henderson in France. Well, no, even with Scoot, Miller would be talking about the possibility of maybe being the number one pick overall. That's just, it's a sad situation, but that just puts the icing on the cake, man. It's just, it is what it is. Like I said, these kids, man, I mean, I don't care what, you know, yes, where, what environment you come from maybe can, it plays a part. It does. Some people do come from the same environment and still rise above it, you know? So you can't always use the environment come from the excuse, but whatever it is, man, these youth and these kids, especially in our culture, Okay, in the African-American culture, they've got lottery tickets in their back pocket. The for sure ones. Now, not everybody on that Alabama team, not everybody in NCAA Division I basketball is going pro. It's the same odds against making the NFL. But the ones that know and that has done all this work, AU, high school, middle school, all this to get to this point, to get to notoriety, you got a lottery ticket and you're just living life like, like either 
because you're the man on campus or whatever that you just above it. So a sad situation. We'll wait for more details to come out. But I'm going to go on the record and say I will be very surprised. And they've got South Carolina tonight. And I haven't even looked at that, but I promise you Alabama's at least a 10 to 11 point favorite tonight against South Carolina, at least almost double digits. And I don't care if it was a bigger game than that. I will be surprised if he takes the court tonight. And I will be shocked, even if he's not charged, I I will be shocked if he finishes the season. Because the one thing that athletic director has to be careful with in Alabama, and not just the coach, because they just gave him an extension, because he's a hell of a coach. But they have to understand, like, look, the program that feeds the money into this stuff, speaking of the football program, and I'm not trying to say that Nick has – everybody's been roses over there too. Nick then had a couple of players come through there and caught some cases. Not a murder, not involved in capital murder, but he's had some guys that he's recruited that has been caught up and caught a couple of cases. But the point I'm trying to get to is they – I understand that the, the, uh, the basketball team has never been to a Final Four in program history. But they can't bring that whole program and what it stands for with Alabama and football down with it just saying like losing all credit. Because if you and it sucks for this kid, I mean, he made a decision, even though he wasn't willing to pull the trigger. He's going to have to learn from this. But the reality of it is, is that, you know, you're going to have to pay, even if it's not criminal, most likely you made a decision that is going to cost you. First of all, let me think about it when you're talking about. And I, and I think this is with the new CBA and the NBA now, when you're talking about a top four or five pick, you're talking about a guaranteed 50, 60 million dollars, 55 million or so between 50, 60 million dollars and a guaranteed contract. If you talk about going top five, he didn't cost himself some money unless he clears his name. And Alabama wants to fall on the sword and they want to take the bullets and they know it's a bad choice of words, but they want to be in the line of fire and they basically want to sit there and make the decision to allow him to go ahead and steady play. It's a tough situation. It's a sad situation. It's a tough situation. And you think there's going to be other kids to learn from this, but they won't. You know, that's the sad thing about it. 877-374-7463. Where you go? Well, obviously, Coach Oates is getting you know attention for his choice of words the other day. But otherwise, the university has been pretty quiet. Um, there's nothing posted, no official statement from the men's basketball team, no official statement made by the, uh, the athletic department uh, posted on their Twitters at all. Um, how, how long do you have to, can, can they afford to not say anything on this matter? Uh, because it, it, would it come out directly tonight does it have to tomorrow in reaction to the loss or a win or whatever um what's the time frame that you want to that you would hold the university accountable i mean really like i said in the opening segment of the show the key of all this from a coach to even out of the athlete you want to kick the can you want to pass the buck and something this serious you don't want to put the decision well you know they allowed it to go on that's kind of the 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 angle I think Oates is taking. But when you say that, the only thing they really need to say, because what they can do, they can do what everybody else does similar in these situations. Now, this don't happen every day, but when you get in these situations, what do you do? Hey, it's a legal matter. Can't really speak on it. One you of those official you, statements, you, you, we are aware you, of the you, situation. You, you or? Behind that. Well, I think they've already they've already released statements, but in regards to what they're going to do with Miller, they're, they're having conversations as me and you do this segment. 
they're not going to say though. The only thing they need to do is make a decision and release the statement said, Hey, Miller has been excused from this team or either Miller has been cleared until he is charged. He's still a part of Alabama Crimson Tide basketball. There's only two things they need to say because there's two, there, there's the mother's side of the story. There's a legal thing. And I do believe there's still a continuing on investigation down in that area. Cause this is something that they don't deal with all the time. So you got to really know what are the laws of Alabama? Keep in mind, there's police chiefs and there's people in everywhere in this country here and that. Not to throw all police chiefs on the bus, okay? Because I don't need to come looking for my black ass. But I will tell you this: a lot of them still couldn't tell you really what all everything, especially places that don't really have that kind of crime. They can't tell you what the rule of the law is back and forth. You know, just like Ted Cruz, all he can do is recite the Constitution. That's all he's good for. But anyway, that's a whole other side of things. But yeah, man, it's just a sad situation, man. And it kind of takes a steam in a college basketball season that is wide open. And you just have the Big 12 just eating carnage. They're just eating each other alive. You know, they're just eating each other alive, man. I mean, it's it's hard to win on the road. You look at some of these records. I mean, I looked again. Props to Texas Tech. They got another W. You know, now OU is kind of down. They're not a good, but, but if you look at it, considered recognized, those are like the two bottom teams of the Big 12. Texas Tech has just won their fourth straight game in a row. Two of those been on the road. A couple of those been ranked opponents. But that just shows you how tough that conference pretty much is. 877-374-7463. And other news, um, golf. You know, golf has been back in the topic because Tiger Woods has came out of hibernation. And he decided to show his face last week at a tournament that he hosted, you know, finished the four rounds, you know, finished under par. Hasn't been doing that of late with the circumstances he's dealing with. But I found out last night that him and Rory have broke ground on a new. Well, first of all, they broke ground on a facility that's going to host this different golf league that they're going to joint be involved in. Don't know the details of it too much. I do know that the PGA is involved in this. And I also know when I first saw this, I'm like, you know what? Damn. Like, like Tiger is really like he's really cut from a different cloth that he's that competitive. And also deep down inside. I don't know why. I don't know if it's something that his mom instilled in him. Besides wear your red shirt, Tiger. I remember watching that movie. It was crazy. Besides instilling him and giving the idea to wear his red shirt on Sundays, I don't know what it is, and he can say what he wants to, but Tiger Woods, in my opinion, he can't stand Phil to this day. He kicked his ass most of the time. I mean, his mom used to call him hefty. I mean, that that was in the, I mean, his mom used to, you know, lefty Phil, you know, left Phil's always had his weight fluctuate and everything. You know, I remember following when I was really into really following the sport, especially in Tiger's, you know, runs and Tiger put the pressure on everybody to get in shape, was working out before rounds. Guys wasn't doing that before T. Weezy showed up. Then Phil finally said, well, damn, Phil started getting in shape. Phil would show up to the Masters. That's the big first major tournament. Phil show up, have his blackout. Phil, Phil show up about 15, 20 pounds line. By the time we get to the U.S. Open, British Open, Fielding got it back plus 10. But I'm telling you, this is about Rory and Tiger can tell me they've talked about this. They've had this plan for maybe so. But it's got pushed to the forefront 
because of Lefty and because of Greg Norman and Liv. I don't know. This is not net. They haven't come out and said they're going. This is who their competitor are. All you need to know is PJ's involved. They've got a handful of guys and probably some of the young guys. I'm going to call them the tiger guys. The guys that didn't cross the boss. Yeah. Linked the- names are John Rom, Justin Thomas, Adam Scott, Colin Morikawa, uh, Matt, uh, Matt Fitzpatrick, Matt Homa, uh, Max Homa, um, Billy Horschel, jo- Justin Rose, and John Sh- Xander Shoffle. I would say maybe about 70% of those guys on those lists has been to the Jupiter home in Florida. They didn't broke bread. Those are the guys that grew up with him on his wall, on their wall. And those are guys said, I don't care how much money they offer me. I can't be, I don't want to be in the bad graces of Tiger Woods. I'm rolling with him. Where are we doing this, Tiger? We, where are we doing this in Disneyland? Yo, you and Roy breaking bread. We, where, where are we doing this? London, they down. But when they announced this and this, both of them, First of all, I'm waiting to see the financials on this on this ground because Tiger's been designing golf courses for years. I mean, there's big money into that. I mean, Jack, you know, I, I mean, this course we got over here at Lock and Terra back in the 210. I think Arnie Palmer, I think he designed that one. So there's big money in designing courses. But when you're talking about breaking ground and building a course that's going to, you know, put this other tournament or this league or whatever they're going to do and the PJs behind it. I can't wait to see the financials of this. I feel like, man, who this big bank take little bank? Like, hey, Roy, y'all 50-50? Or Roy's like, hey, Tiger Tiger's like, hey, man, I'll get the money to back. Just come on, man. Get your ass over here. But that's interesting. That's something to watch for. And the one thing they'll have the advantage over the live. Now, live and the Saudis, they got unendless money. Okay, they making it rain. All right. Eight dollars a gas. Whatever. They making it rain. But the thing about it is, what these guys, Tiger, whatever this is gonna be, they're doing. They're going to have the networks already. That's a big advantage. They're going to have the platform and the networks. 877-374-7463. You listen to the Sports Grind. Today's show is being presented by Dos Equis. Get a dose. We are broadcasting here from the Hazel Sky Online Studios. Calvin Casey, Jonas Clark producing. Spinning the one and twos. We'll be back. When life sounds too much like this... It's time to consider more of this. Sometimes a little shift is all you need. A dose of perspective. Dos Equis Lager. Get a dose. Enjoy Dos Equis responsibly. Copyright 2021. Imported by Cervezas Mexicanas, White Plains, New York. Whether you're looking for a date night at the Dominion or a light meal while shopping on the weekend, stop by Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion. Just five minutes north of the shopping center, Thai Lao Orchid's Vietnamese options are great for dinner or lunch, serving up staples from curry and noodles to the house special nam and seafood lovers steamed clay pot. They're open weeknights from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. and noon till 9 on Saturdays and noon to 8 on Sundays. That's Thai Lao Orchid at the Dominion, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Just because the sun is setting earlier doesn't mean the fun stops sooner. Now is the perfect time to get to Specs and stock up on after-summer savings with fresh new releases in every category. Specs has Texas' largest selection of lower-priced wines, craft cocktail ingredients, and beers that'll have you raising a glass to every sunset. The biggest savings of the season are at Specs. The fun starts here. 